Welcome to Generations of X, the podcast where we discuss the past, present, and future of all things X-Men. I'm your co-host, the uncanny Dayspring. And I'm your other co-host, the adjectiveless Flinkman. I get it. Storm is a goddess, but we're here to talk about another goddess, a <laughs> goddess by the name of Scarlet Witch. And we're here to decide the fate of Scarlet Witch. And look, if you listen to this podcast, you know I am a diehard Wanda fan. I love Wanda. But um, Demanda and Flink, I want to know your thoughts. Well, I know Flink's thoughts, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm no huge, huge Wanda fan. So Demanda, you might be breaking, breaking this tie. Let's hear your thoughts on Wanda. So I I like Wanda. Wanda is probably my favorite Avenger. Um, most of the stories that I read growing up of the Avengers usually had some sort of like Wanda base in them. Cause like um, I knew that, again, my favorite issue, like one of my favorite issues of all time is um, tied to the Acts of Vengeance, uh, the whole Psylocke body swap. And so I was like, oh, the X of Vengeance like happens across the line. So like, what's the other thing? And that's when Magneto like uses one because, you know, she's having another breakdown because that's what she does. And when she chopped off all her hair and wore that terrible magenta with a red cape, and it's like, girl, those colors don't go together. For <laughs> Wanda, I agree. That was a low point. That, that I mean, a low that, point. So, I mean, obviously I need to have that look because it's a look. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, uh, so, so like, like that was one of the first like Wanda stories that I read. And, um, you know, a, a, again, as a classic character, which uh, I love, I love a lot of classic characters. Um, she was very interesting. And also like the fact that um, it's that sort of like, she's the, vi- she was a villain, but she really wasn't. Like, she was kind of like, I'm just kind of here because like, I have to be, but I really don't want to. Like, she was kind of like, I don't want to do any of this, but I guess so. Like, cool. Like he, he like saved us and whatever. And you know, Pietro seems to be okay with this. So like, all right. Cause like she hated the toad. She hated mastermind. She, she was like, you guys are creepy and disgusting and I want nothing to do with you. Um, and then she was like, hey, Captain America, like, let's go party. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't be like that with Captain America? I mean, God, Chris Evans. Hello. Hi, here. Hi. Hi. About here. <laughs> <laughs> and listener, <laughs> listener, she's pointing at her face. <laughs> but, so funny story. So um, a friend of mine uh, was Scott Evans' roommate for a while in New York City. And when, so this, this was like, you know, way before the MCU, but of course I was in love with Chris Evans um, from Not Another Teen Movie because hello. Oh my God, that banana scene. Hello. The banana split. <laughs> hello. Um, and then, and then also I loved him in Nanny Diaries and Perfect Score and- What was oh, the one, one with um, Kim Basinger? I was just about to say, one of my favorites is Cellular. Yes! <laughs> Yes, I love Cellular. I think that's a great movie because also- When they meet at the end and the music gets all like- It's so sweet. But also the first time we see him is him walking around shirtless on like on the beach with his shirt tucked in the back of his jeans, which is, ugh, so Californian, so hot. Oh my God. 
Anyway, we're not talking about Christmas. <laughs> Amanda, before uh-huh. we get into our deep feels okay. about Wanda, I feel like we should have an objective look at her history. Do you want to tell us about Wanda? So, so Wanda first appeared in Uncanny, or excuse me, back of that, and it was just X-Men. Um, X-Men number four, uh, as a member of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. You find out that she and her, her twin brother, Quicksilver, uh, Wanda accidentally, like, you know, set a barn on fire or something. And so, like, the village, like, tried to kill them. And um, Magneto was like, no, don't hurt them. They're mutants. Mm, spoiler alert. Um <laughs> But uh, so anyway, so so out of out of debt, out of gratitude, they join the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, and they neither of them really fit in. Like as I said, like she didn't like anybody. She was like, "This is weird. This is gross. Like whatever." Um, and also in later retcons of like that time and like uh, X Men Hidden Years and stuff, like she and Jean like hung out a few times. <laughs> oh sure, no, I love those. I'm forgetting. Yeah, that. like they like hung out because you know, they're just they're just gals about town in New York City. <laughs> they went shopping. Um, <laughs> that's what gals do also back then women had four jobs they could have model charter pilot housewife superhero like that was charter pilot. uh hello uh carol carol danvers betsy braddock the fir- when her first appearances she was a charter pilot madeline Pryor, yes like lee foster lee foster no, oh, Lee is a boat captain. Oh, is she a boat captain? I'm sorry. I, okay. okay. We're being very specific here. Okay. <laughs> very specific, very specific. <laughs> but still, like, charter pilot, it's apparently a career option. In case you <laughs> Especially for very hot ladies who are also part-time models. Because, um, <laughs> like, Jean, Jean was a model. Like, that... Uh, uh, Betsy was both. She was a charter pilot and then a model and a spy at the same time. Oh. Anyway, sorry, sorry, I got sorry, back I got to back to Wanda. Back to Wanda. So Wanda, Wanda and Pietro are like, okay, Magneto, pff, bye. We're do you know we're out, and they go join the Avengers because apparently once you're a villain, you should like go join the Avengers. Um, that's what you do. So she was a part of Captain America's uh, first team of Avengers with her Quicksilver and Hawkeye. And she was one of the longest running members of the Avengers. So ups and downs during <laughs> that time. <laughs> during that time, she also met and fell in love with, well, first of all, she had some like romantic feels with Hawkeye for a little bit. She had some romantic feels with um, uh, uh, Wonder Man. It was like, kind of like, oh, you're cute. And then he died because that's what you do in comic books. And so, but then when they used Wonder Man to create an Android or Ultron did Vision, eventually she fell in love with this robot because... She loves things that are complicated. And um, so they fell in love and they decided they were gonna get married and leave the Avengers and go live in New Jersey. And uh, they got wrapped up in like some hijinks with um, Wonder Man's brother who wanted to kill Vision because reasons. And also with like the, um, oh, what were they called? Like the, 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 the Serpent Seven or something. I don't know. It's like Serpent the, Society. The, no, no, it wasn't the Serpent Society. It's no? the witches. The, oh, the Salem Seven. Yeah. Oh, there we Salem go. Seven. And so she gathered all the magics of all of the witches to like defeat them. And apparently with all of that magic, she also made herself pregnant because that's the thing that, that one does. And well, uh, what happened during that series too, Crystal was having an affair yes. with someone from New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, cause listen, she was... She's just a she's just a small town girl from at, at, at Adelan or whatever that 
place is called. <laughs> she just wanted to experience something new and New Jersey is new. And everyone thought that she was under like some kind of spell or something. <laughs> and, she, and she's like, no, Quicksilver's just a dick. <laughs> she's like, yeah. no. She's like, have you not met him? He's yeah, like, who wouldn't want to cheat on him? Yeah, he's he is a dick. Um, so also you find out, so originally, um, you know, we think that she's uh, this um, Romani woman from Eastern Europe, uh, from the Maximoff family, but then, oh no, she's actually this foundling child and she's potentially the daughter of uh, the wizard and the original Miss America. <laughs> what a name. <sighs> the wizard, um, which is funny. So I, I do a um, art stream on Tuesdays, everyone. Yeah. Uh, with my friend Jay Justice. And so I was coloring this um, picture, Alan Davis, Women of Marvel. And they actually put Miss America above the Scarlet Witch. And I just thought that was an interesting choice. Yeah. Um, it was just an interesting choice, first of all, to have Miss America in a photo. <laughs> um, I mean, to be real. So anyway, but then the realty comes at the end of that second, I believe it was the second uh, Scarlet Witch and Vision series, or Vision and Scarlet Witch, whatever. Um, that it's actually... Scarlet. It's actually Magneto is her is her dad. Bump bump bump. Um, and so so you know she has the twins, and Magneto's like, oh, grandchildren, because this is also in the middle of like uh, Magneto's like hero arc, where he is now a part of um, the X Men, and wears that actually really hot costume with the giant M on his chest. Oh, like, looked- I'm not gonna lie, that Magneto suit was. When Daddy came for Thanksgiving dinner. And- <laughs> I was just like, yes, he looks so hot. Oh, um, and, but he was trying to be part of Wanda and Pietro's yeah. life. Because it was at the end of the first series. And then the second series picks up with Wanda pregnant. Uh, okay. And him coming to Thanksgiving. Details, details. <laughs> right. Who needs so, um, but yeah, you're, you're, you're right. So, so she has these twins, uh, William and Thomas. And uh, they're like... Oh, you know, she has these kids. And so her dear friend, Agatha Harkness, who was, again, you know, around that whole Salem 7, because I think the Salem 7 are, like, all of her children or siblings or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, her friend Agatha Harkness and Doctor Strange are also trying to hone her mutant powers by using, like, real magic. So she actually, like, becomes, like, a for-real witch. And um, so come to find out that actually she didn't really have kids. These are, like, splinter souls of Mephisto that she, like, willed into these children. And when she st- doesn't think about them, the babysitter is like, oh, by the way, your kids just disappear. <laughs> um, like they're only here when you want them to be. Girl, but- your children aren't real. <laughs> but also the dream. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. But also if I'm not thinking about these kids, they don't need to be here. Right, I mean, I was gonna say it. <laughs> <I'm glad you laughs> did. Um, so anyway, uh, Chaos ensues and like Lord Shathon, is that, is that how you say his name? C-H-T-O-N, I don't know. Um, so you find out that like, he's the one who like did all of that. And apparently he was there on Mount Wondergore when uh, Wanda was born. And he tried to infuse his chaos magics into Wanda because she was just supposed to be like an energy wielding mutant like his dad. But because he like, whoa, cast spells, um, she now does chaos magic. Um, which, sure, Jan. Um, <laughs> so, yada, yada, yada. She's still a member of the Avengers. Like, you know, she, ha- she has her ups, she has her downs. She was also, like, the center of the multiverse for, like, a hot second. 
um, you know, like every other powerful female character ever, uh, and Havoc, which again shows the fact that he is a total himbo. Because um, <laughs> don't you remember that? Like that was the whole thing with um, when he like came back and there was like the yeah. Exiles thing, and he was like the center of like some multiverse. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, Mutant so, X. I again, again I women, it. all women, and then Havoc. <laughs> Which is probably why he's my favorite male X Man. To be he's, perfectly honest with listen, you, he is he is a treat, and you because you you also know that he's prop he actually probably is kind of stupid. I mean, he was getting his PhD in like geology. Like, girl, no one cares. Girl, girl no one cares. You're looking at shiny rocks all day. <laughs> bless his bless his heart. Um. So anyway, so yada yada yada. Like nothing like super major happens. Like she brings um. She so, so she she gets divorced from Vision because like the some company like rips his brains out and then he turns white because I don't know design choices and um, so then like he no he doesn't have feelings for her anymore because he's a robot and so then she's sad so then she brings Wonder Man back to life and then they like have an affair and that makes Vision mad and so then and the, honestly this is all Janet Van Dyne's fault all of it fuck so, love. She, she and Janet are just like hanging out by the pool. And at the time, Janet is totally having an affair with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch is starting to like date Captain America, which is actually kind of hot. So they're just like chilling, right? And all of a sudden Janet's just like haphazardly goes, oh, don't you remember when you like had kids? And Wanda's like, no. And she's like, oh, wait, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> and then she like walks away sipping. Yeah, 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 and then she like walks away. And so, so then Wanda's like, what the fuck is she talking about? Like, I love that panel because she like pulls down her sunglasses yeah. and it zooms in on her and she's like crying or not yeah. crying, but you can see her pain. Yeah, she's like, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Janet? Um, she's like, I'm sorry that you're a slut, but like, what the fuck is the problem? Um, Cause also, but also I do love Janet. She's awesome. She's not really a slut. I, 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 I kid, I kid, Janet. Janet. I mean, she also hooked up with Havoc. Oh, that's oh, true. Yeah. Oh, and yes, have much later. Too. That's right. They totally had like that alternate universe kid too. First yes, they did. Yeah. Um, so oh, thank you, Rick Remender. <gasps> so anyway, so now Wanda has this full breakdown and it's called Avengers Disassembled. And she like brings all of like the chaos mag magics in and she like brings like this alien army in and kills Hawkeye because she's like, huh, guess what, Janet? Um, <laughs> then she brings Vision back and totally makes him explode and melt in like this crazy nonsense. She kills Jack of Hearts because no one cares about Jack of Hearts. Um, she accidentally does kill the second Ant-Man who is, who is lovely, poor Paul Rudd. Um, but that's the reason that we have Stature, who's amazing. Um, and and the, the, so she tries to kill everybody and so then they the, so then you also find out that she probably killed Agatha Harkness a long time ago. And by the way, I don't think that was ever resolved. It never was. I one hundred percent because I actually think that Agatha Harkness is, had been dead for like years. And well, she was dead. She died in that volume two of yeah. Vision and Scarlet Witch, and she came back. No explanation yeah. whatsoever. She came back, and then she was like the nanny for Franklin Richards, who was mm -hmm. also a problem. Yeah. Um, don't wait, even... that's how, wait, no, that's how Wanda first met her. Was was, she, she, was was, she was the nanny. She was the nanny. And that's how she became the nanny. Now I can see as Catherine Hahn as Fran Drescher. <laughs> like, Good being like the nanny for the kids. Oh my God. That'd be amazing. Dear Marvel, if you didn't do that, you should. 
So um, at the end uh, of, uh, of the whole disassembled thing, Magneto, who has just died in New York, magically appears and takes Wanda away to Genosha. What, what do you say? Like that's total nonsense and craziness. So then there's this whole other thing with Magneto, which again, this, this is why I, sometimes I get really mad at editorial for like not talking to each other. So anyway, so then Wanda's on Genosha and to, still having like this breakdown, but like Xavier and Magneto and uh, even Quicksilver are like trying to help her and like, no, you know, like let, let's see what she does. But the X-Men and Avengers meet and they're like, no, do you know what? We need to totally fucking kill Wanda. We just need to kill Caesar. Um, like we just need to kill her. Like, sorry, sorry about it. Like she's gotta go. Like she's definitely a problem. Pietro has her create the House of M. So House of M happens where she creates an alternate universe. They snap her out of it. And that's when she utters the iconic phrase, no more mutants, because she's mad at Magneto. She's mad at everything and being used and abused by all these people. And she disappears and the world is set right. However, it's now awkward because she has depowered over 98% of all the mutants on mm -hmm. the planet. <laughs> the ones that don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Danny Moonstar. And um, Jubilee. Oh, poor Jubilee. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh God, did she freeze? No, no, I'm gonna let you have that. Uh, you get one. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, so, but technically she also depowered Lorna. True. Her powers actually came from Apocalypse, which again, sure. we're not gonna talk about that. I think that's a huge fucking problem, but apparently everybody was fine. Totally um, fine, totally yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Just here, yeah, have some Apocalypse blood. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in, in Gambit, like totally fine. Yeah, Gambit and then Iceman too thought he lost his powers, but it was only psychological. It, it, Bitch, that's because she is she was so repressed. Like she didn't know what she should be repressing. She just had so many feelings and emotions about everything. <laughs> bless, bless his heart. Um, so anyway, then uh, but apparently she gets kidnapped by Dr. Doom because he needed to be involved. And he creates this Doom bot of her and sets her out in uh, Transia, which Hawkeye then goes ahead and sex with because that's a thing that we do. Sure. And because uh, it's a fuck you to <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, You try to kill me. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just a, a sweet peasant girl. You're right. We should have sex. And she's like, okay. <laughs> but she was a robot. And Hawkeye couldn't tell. Just saying. Dr. Doom apparently is really good at making robots. Or Hawkeye's just really horny and not paying that <laughs> or, much attention. Or, or Hawkeye's just really pretty and horny. <laughs> or he is terrible at sex. <laughs> so anyway, um, so then so then we find out that during all of this time and all of this like crazy nonsense, her children have actually been reimagined as these twin boys, uh, Wiccan and, uh, and Speed, who kind of have like her and her brother's powers, um, which is kind of crazy, who also happen to look like Magneto. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm looking at you, Marvel. I'm looking at you. So um, yada, 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 fighting ensues. She, she's no longer like controlled by Dr. Doom or whatever. And she tries to help recreate mutants. Uh, then there's the whole like, AVX nonsense, which was terrible. So like they tried to like, it. yeah. So like she and Hope tried to, you know, cause like Hope was a whole thing, which we talked about before. Sorry, I'm getting hair in my mouth. And um, yeah, so now we're at the point where, you know, she's kind of being, oh, she's a hero again. Like that's so great. Like, isn't that wonderful? 
And, um, but then AV or Axis happens and you find out that actually um, the high evolutionary totally brainwashed everybody and that Wanda and PHRO are not in fact Magneto's children, but just like some random Romani children that he stole and like messed with their DNA and was like, cool, your failed experiment. So I'm just like releasing you into the world or whatever. And they're like, how can this be? We shouldn't look into this at all because he has no ulterior motive to tell us this. So that's kind of where we are now. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's some things that I kind of like glossed over, but I think I hit on like the big, oh, the big, you hit on all the big stuff. Yeah. You nailed um, that. You got, you got all the important stuff. But wait, I want to know. So Flinkman, after hearing this wonderful, beautiful history on Wanda Maximoff, how could you hate her? I mean, look, 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 look. I can't deny that we've gotten some good stuff with Wanda. We've gotten some interesting character moments here and there, but like overall, it, it, for me, it comes down to two things, two things. Number one, her powers are bullshit and whatever the writer wants them to be in the moment, bullshit. Fair, but, fair. But, but moreover, as a huge X-Men fan, which I'm sure there's news to everyone, news to all of our listeners. As a huge X-Men fan, you know, I hate what she did in House of M. I can't deny that we wouldn't have gotten stories like Messiah Complex, which, you know, for whatever hope turned out to be, Messiah Complex was incredible. It's my favorite X-Men crossover, but it, it took three years just to get to that story. And you would think that, like, if you were going to have an Avenger completely upend the mutant status quo, that there would have been, like, a plan for like how they're going to deal with it. And there wasn't, there was only a plan to elevate the Avengers over the X-Men and kick off that whole decade of mutant marginalization. And, and, and that was all because of Wanda and her daddy issues. So I have like a very personal, like grudge against her for what she did to the X-Men. Like so, is she a decent character sometimes? Her fault. It was editorial who hired So, so, so here, here's the thing, like flip-flopping between like editorial reasons for doing some nonsense and in-character stuff. Cause you know, you can't, you kind of have to look at it, you know, both ways. So number one, her powers are bullshit. They always have been bullshit. Um, she suffers as the same as Jean Grey and Sue Storm that 1960s girls can't do cool stuff. So we have to give them these powers that either kind of work or don't really work or they're underpowered or overpowered and like they can save the day but they still get captured a lot and so like they have to like do stuff but it doesn't get to work all the time because like her original power she literally would like wave her hand and she never knew if it was going to do what she wanted it to do right um, right she was just hoping yeah yeah she was like please do something um so so like so like that that was the big problem and it wasn't until much later when like she really kind of became a little better at it. But at the same time, her powers have always been a, this is what we need to have happen. So we're just gonna have Wanda do it because yep. it because it'll work, right? And that's uh, my problem with her. She's a MacGuffin almost. She, and like, like she like, was, it was done in a way that it, it I, I don't know. I, so, I don't. so even though I agree with you on the fact that it does suck that it was an Avenger character. So that that's kind of like my, my issue with Wanda in general is that they, they didn't want her to be a part of like the X-Men. Cause it's, it's like, if she didn't want to be a villain, I don't understand why she just didn't join the X-Men. Exactly. Be like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, I don't understand, but I guess they wanted to see like this whole idea of mutants, which was still new. 
um, you know, back, back, back in the day. Um, and, you know, what it would mean to have them on the Avengers, which was, you know, so like they're, they're kind of A-list. I mean, let's be honest, they're B-list because the Fantastic Four was still like at the time, the, the, the Marvel, the Marvel pinnacle. Um, so you're like, you know, like she was still like now a B hero instead of like the C heroes, which is at the time where the X-Men were. Um, so like, it's just interesting that that's what they did with her, but she still has like those tied roots back to the X-Men. So it's like, I understand they want her to still be a part of like the Marvel mutant narrative in general. And I think that it's important that she still is a part of that. Um, so, and again, I agree with you in the fact that like that sucks that like she did that to all of the mutants, right? Like it totally sucks uh, all because of her daddy issues. But again, Magneto's an, an asshole, Pietro's an asshole. It sucks. It's on brand okay. for the family. Yeah. Well, wait, if we're going to talk about Wanda's daddy issues, I want to call out Bova because fuck Bova for telling the wizard, like <laughs> after this woman comes in, gives birth to twins and then leaves and dies presumably over exposure. Yeah. And then uh, Miss America comes in, gives birth, dies, and the child is stillborn. And like Bova should just tell the wizard the truth instead of- All know, of this nonsense. All this nonsense. And so Wanda grew up before we we had that issue with her where she found out about those things. She grew up completely embracing her powers, completely being a confident girl. And then boom, everything happens. So I don't blame Wanda for her daddy issues or anything going on. This was a the world took a very powerful, smart female character, and then they started lying to her manipulating her using her for personal gain and that's where i feel when we get no more mutants although very catastrophic for the mutant community i can empathize or empathize so, so my, i can my, be empathetic my, excuse me i can yeah. be empathetic with wanda but my, my other so like the point that i was going going towards is if we hadn't have had that think of all of the stories that we would not have had we would not have had new x-men and that crop of students like be as freaking badass as they are, even though they continually get shoved to the side. Are, are, are we talking about the cast that because of Wanda's actions got blown up in a bus? Yes, but those <laughs> stories are amazing, right? Oh yes, but, but you know, Wanda, it's, Wanda has no culpability for that. Oh, well, that no, and, I, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that she shouldn't because she totally fucking does. But because my, again, another great Emma moment is during Civil War, when Carol comes in and she's all being, because remember Carol, when Carol left the X-Men, when, um, when they came back and Rogue was a part of the team and, and she was like, I'm going back to space. Betrayed. Like, guys, I'm going to space. Um, so, so, like, so she was like on her super fucking high horse, right? Um, and so then she shows up and she's like, hey guys, remember we used to be friends. And first of all, it's Emma and Cyclops and they're like, I guess, like me. Who are you? Yeah, it's like, sure. They're like, didn't you have a drinking problem? I don't know. Who are you again? Um, so like she shows up and she's like, you guys, like we need your help. Like these kids died in this whole thing. And Emma's like, oh, I'm sorry. We have a, another funeral scheduled in five minutes and I have to go make a phone call to another parent to let them know that their kids died. And I then have to go bury this other kid whose parents completely abandoned them when they found out that they were a mutant. So you can go take your Avenger sorry ass and get the fuck out. Because when our kids are dying, where were you? Exactly. Right, and I, I will, I will give you props for that because New X Men was at the time the only, and again, New X Men, the student book, mm -hmm. it was the only book that actually did anything with the concept of decimation and like made it real. 
because they, like, they did. They it, was like, it was that next generation of those kids. They were the ones who were the most affected. Yes, and, yes. And, and, I, and, and it was great. And also at the same time, we wouldn't have gotten the Young Avengers, which were yeah. another amazing book. And also starting to give us like actual queer representation in books. I mean, look, Billy and Tommy are the best things about Wanda. I'll <laughs> give you that. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> I want to also throw in endangered species from a narrative perspective where B sits down and talks to Wanda, whether it's a Doombot Wanda or whatever. At the time, it was supposed to be Wanda. I mean, Beast and- wouldn't have known the difference oh, either. Oh, yeah, fuck Beast. <laughs> but, hey, hey, fuck Beast for not knowing the difference between a robot and a living human being. But I mean, at least it's not a, stick- a doctor. <laughs> not a doctor. Hashtag not a doctor. But Hashtag not a doctor, but also he didn't stick his dick in it. So we don't know. <laughs> Because Hawkeye is also not a doctor. But it was it was a very beautiful conversation. And I still think back to that moment. You know the story's about to break and the stakes are going to get higher when Wanda says to Beast, I'm telling you to back off. Don't ask who I am. And she gets up and she hands him the, cl- the broken clock and it's at zero hour and Beast realizes there's no way to reverse what happened with the mutants. And that, when you're going into Messiah Complex is so incredibly powerful. Yeah, but from it a narrative took, perspective. It took then it didn't pay off. Three years to get there. It took us but three years. Three and years. it was no matter what stories need to marinate editorial. No. Okay. Now that's my thing. That's my thing with it is I don't think that this was a story they had marinating. I think that that was Mike Carey polishing a turd. <laughs> but you're always going to have character. You're always going to have writers coming in and polishing turds because you're going to have to have fillers in between the big yeah the ends of the stories well i just would have liked for uncanny x-men and adjectiveless x-men to have tackled the issue of decimation head-on in a way that new x-men did like i agree because x-factor tackled it so well again that's and to me that's a secondary book what i got and I, i will agree with flinkman i found it completely stupid that it's like as soon as decimation happened we got golgotha you can go yes. <laughs> like that story was so or what is golgotha i yeah. still literally don't know i, I don't know either apparently it, Book was there i don't know how did how did salvador laroca go from drawing extreme x-men to that yeah and, and and also it's like polaris got scared and then they're like okay cool this is like fine we're in space or whatever like i honestly don't know how that story ended like no, I, I have it. It's upstairs. I it don't was know. another. It was like another goop. I don't remember. Did I say goop or dupe? Yeah, d- <laughs> you said goop. Regardless, it was Gwyneth on the brain. So, so, but, but I will also say that the whole one ninety eight thing, I did not enjoy that. No, it, it made no sense. Yeah, it because it, it's it's like they they wanted to like make this like. Like they try to give us like these street level mutants, which was cool. And some of them, you know, we'd seen before in District X, which was also like a really cool, like uh, look at, you know, there's a huge mutant boom. So obviously there's like a mutant town in New York. Like that actually made sense. And it starred Bishop, which was a fantastic series. Yeah, it was great. Um, But then like, they just didn't know what to do. And like Mammo Max was like a character that they cared about in that. And um, that Lorelai who could do shit with her hair. I was like, I don't care about these people. No. Um, it, 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 uh, I don't know. It was just and very... It, they saved like, the they, characters you cared about for that awful new Warriors book. Dang. Would you believe with her big old boobies? Like, oh, don't, we don't need to put that in there. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Talking about Jubilee's boobs. <laughs> wait, uh, wait. 
Wait, before we, we, we dive in a little bit too much, I think we all have like high feelings about Wanda. Can, can I ask, what are, given the trailers we've gotten for WandaVision, what are our hopes for WandaVision? So uh, again, I'm hoping that what it's really going into that, uh, first of all, I hope that it talks about mental health issues because obviously that's what Wanda, that's one of, I guess, unfortunately, but also fortunately, because it's representation is that's one, that's one of like her character defining things now is her mental health. Um, because obviously her powers are so incredibly powerful that her mental health can literally destroy the world and, and, and change it. Uh, you know, one bad mood, one I'm mad at daddy and, you know, at, at everything, everything explodes. So I, I, I hope they talk about that. And I, I, I want to see, because of what is happening directly afterwards, like it's going to have repercussions because obviously she's going to break something in the multiverse, which is then what happens with um, Spider-Man and then um, Doctor Strange. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, we get to see like what, you know, what, what's, what's happening with all of that. I hope, I hope we actually get to find out like what her powers really are. Like, is she a reality warper? Or is she just super powerful and her magics is just, you know, ripping shit apart? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can, even as a non-Wanda fan, I can kind of tag on all of that. You know, I think that you make a great point that I hope that it has good representation of mental illness. I don't think certainly it would be a bad thing to have a, you know, positive portrayal of a mentally ill superhero. Um, and you know, listen, I can, I can actually, as much as I don't care for comic book Wanda, I can, I can separate comic Wanda from movie Wanda. Um, and you know, even though I wish it had been Mary Kate Olsen and not Elizabeth Olsen, <laughs> she's not I, uh, anymore. She's a Elizabeth has done a great job with her, and then you know, with what they have given her, mm-hmm. and with of all in terrible wigs. I mean, oh my god, she is not Jean Grey. She does not. She does not have red hair. She does red not. Red she red does hair. not. Yeah. She's. A, she's I, a, I don't know. I guess I think I'm the most interested to see because we know mutants are coming. I guess I'm the most interested interested to see if Wanda's going to have something to do with that because you know Wanda somehow creating mutants in the existing MCU would be infinitely more interesting than than you know the multiverse of madness just merging all of the dis, you know all the different marvel films into one new one and we we have Hugh Jackman back like i don't i, I don't want I, I don't want that we can like we said we've we've done an episode about it we can open the, the portal we can look in we can see them but i would be interested to see wanda creating the mutant race like rather than no more mutants Yes, please, mutants. You know what I mean? That's like, exactly what I've said in the past. Well, you know I what? Know. I listened to you talk so much that I'm... <laughs> I said that yes, that is... I learned it by listening to you. That is my hope for WandaVision. I think what we're going to see in WandaVision is that Wanda is in a reality constructed by herself. I think Agnes, you know, Agatha, whatever her name is going to end up being, is enabling Wanda... She's going to be trapped in that reality. We're going to find out Vision, everyone's still dead. The twins will somehow translate into the MCU. I think she will crack open reality. We'll get either, I think Evan Peters has been rumored to be on set. So maybe he'll be another character or maybe he'll be Quicksilver. We'll see, you know, our MCU Quicksilver return. And I think she's going to somehow give birth to the mutants i think whether it's you know her opening up a portal with dr strange and hugh jackman walking through and then her being like oh there are other people like me and let me create them 
but I think it's going to be big. And that's why we want to make sure we're covering WandaVision because I think this is going to be a stepping stone to the mutants. Yeah, and that is that that's exactly why we're we're covering this. It, it took some work. It took some work. I was like, WandaVision is not X-Men. Oh my god, Demanda, if you would have seen the fights me and Flink <laughs> had behind the scenes about covering WandaVision, I'm like, I want to cover WandaVision. And exactly what he just said, it's been, but I agree with what Flink ultimately, you know, was thinking, which is you know, Wanda is no longer mutant anymore. She's a mutate and she's the pretender, the pretender. And she's, you know, an Avenger. But I do think she has a lot of roots within X-Men history. And certainly not only was she there at the inception, but a big turning point with mutants when they thought they were going to inherit the earth. She was the one who took that away from them. And I love Messiah Complex. I love endangered species. I love it all up until second coming. AVX, Hashtag not my crossover. But I think Wanda is going to be, is going to play some kind of role within the mutants. I can forgive Wanda Maximoff if she brings the X-Men and their full brightly colored costume glory into the Marvel (laughs) Cinematic Universe. I will forgive her. We can do an episode about it. So like, okay. So like out of the MCU, I, I do find it interesting in the current, in the current comics that, you know, on Krakoa, the new mutant, um, you know, the new mutant island. And it's like, I'm still, I'm, I'm still confused as to why, because this is the fourth, fifth time that they've tried to create their own nation. No, sixth, sixth. They should know better to quote. Yeah, because at first they tried like space and then they tried space twice. And then, and then they track, and then, you know, Genosha, and then um, Utopia, and then, was it New Tian or whatever, Dutian, whatever that was. New whatever Tien. that was. Whatever, what, yeah, whatever, whatever that yeah, was. Yeah, but during the, the remainder where they went into outer space and Havoc and Wasp had their baby. Yeah, well, no, no, no there, there was another country that they had for like a moment. Oh, during uh, the Axis arc, yeah. Yeah, so then, you know, then they had like that for a moment. So it's like Krakoa. Sure, that's gonna work because this island didn't try to kill us before. It's fine, right? And they've already had so many like things go wrong. I, so, so, so like, I, again, I'm I'm interested to see how this is all gonna play out because he keeps saying that he's got a plan, he's got a plan. I'm like, I'm sure you do, but in five years, when you still haven't finished it, and someone else comes in, and it's never gonna get done. Oh. So that's what I agree. As an X fan, I'm always burned by these ideas that come in from writers who are great writers, but they never get seen to fruition because they leave. But I will say Wanda did have a big role um, in that X-Men crossover with, oh my God, why am I forgetting the name of the crossover? Uh, The Empire crossover. She had a big role in the Empire X-Men crossover where we saw her try to reverse No More Mutants and failed once again. Yeah, because she can't, can't, you can't. You like can. you can't undo it. Like you can't undo it. But but yeah. So like I I love Wanda and and like I, I like the idea that she has become like the boogeyman of uh, of like Krakoa or whatever. And you know mutants are like thriving. So they have their own island. You know they're doing stuff. But it's like to me I'm like, but will we ever truly get to to really absolve her of of everything? And I I honestly don't think so. I think it's Agnes just boyfriend died in the lava once they were depowered that's that's i know we can resurrect now but yeah. that's traumatic yeah like it, it's it, it's just 
Yeah, and, and you know, we just had the thing, and I mean, I don't know what your spoiler warning is or whatever, but you know, they just brought back like all the kids that died yeah. during that new X Men run, even though like fucking Melody had to like go up against Apocalypse, but sure, Wind Dancer, let's just bring her back. <laughs> uh, like, sure, we love Wind Dancer. I mean, she's fine. But before we go, tell us about your havoc moment. Okay, so I do find it very interesting that, you know, the summers and gray lines are very like, oh my gosh, like they're so interesting and, you know, blah, 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 blah. But Mr. Sinister, who had Polaris for many years under his under his control, who we now find out actually is the daughter of Magneto, another very powerful character, never decided that maybe I should like mix their genes together and find out because I also always find it interesting that we're always talking about Scott and Jean or Scott and Emma or, you know, someone else, but it's never like Havoc and Polaris having children together. Yeah. Like, like, like they don't, they, I've, I've not seen an AU yet where they have had children and like actually doing stuff to affect them where it just goes to show like Havoc, you're just, yeah, I don't get it. Like he's obsessed with the Summers bloodline, but like, oh, you know, not not Alex, not, not Alex well, Summer. Well, because well, yeah, because again, he also had Havoc under his control, but he was like, nah, just give him off to that family. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's, I, just, it's just so interesting to me. It's like even Mister Sinister, who like wants everyone's DNA, is like, uh, he's not that important. I mean, and I feel like growing up as the little brother, like it was just me and one older brother. I think that that says so much about why I'm like so obsessed with having, aside from the costume Maddie put him in. Oh, <laughs> don't even get me started on Maddie. What what kind of Maddie cosplay can we be expecting? So, so as we all know, um, Madeline Pryor is the Jean Grey who found a blow dryer. <laughs> <laughs> and she had that perfect Paul Smith, like Bob bubble thing, which is just beautiful. So. Um, I actually have two. Uh, so by the time this comes out in January, uh, again, time travel, everyone. Um, I should, it, it'll be one of my first cosplays in the new year. And uh, I have two Madeline Pryor cosplays. I have Madeline and her flight suit from uh, from her early days on, on the X-Men team. Because and you too can be a charter pilot. You too can be a charter pilot. And I also have uh, one of her Red Queen looks. Uh, yes. from from the sisterhood um which, yeah, which so, one both neither of them went anywhere so i think it's i think it's from the second one so i, th I think it's the the terry dodson not the um greg land because it, it's it's even though it's so like red or black pleather it's not um as like bondagey <laughs> right it's not a literal bondage look <laughs> which again like the, the fact that she like totally just like fuck Cyclops because <laughs> she's like hey Cyclops like let's like go have sex and he's like what what's this game that you're playing Emma listen Scott look at your life look at your choices but he's just such a sub he couldn't help it he just couldn't help but be dominant <laughs> Um, which also, I, I, I'm, I'm a little behind and I'm a little uh, out of a few things, but like, have they talked about the fact that like Empath was totally Maddie's butt boy too? Like, no. did they talk about that at all? In, Not at all. In those issues? No. They didn't. They didn't. And th those issues, oh my God, they did Maddie wrong. 
I just yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do a justice for Maddie episode. Yeah. And so, you will be here in your wig. Demanda, where can the folks at home listening find you? So you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Demanda D-M-A-N-D-A martini m-a-r-t-i-n-i and on each one of those websites i do have a link tree um link where you can also find my red bubble store to get your own merch um my eleanor's new deal cabaret facebook wearing it which flink was wearing this stylish um which it's so it's so cool so my skirt my mini skirt just came in so i'm actually gonna take some pictures in my mini skirt after this is done um i'm very excited for it um you can find me on all of those things. You can also follow Con Queens, C-O-N-Q-W-E-E-N-S. Uh, that is a little group uh, consisting of me, Dax Exclamation Point, Mr. and Joe Mama, um, and some other amazing queens. Um, we're trying to actually maybe put together like our like a, like an official show um, sometime early next year. Um, so, oh yeah, my, my other show that I'm doing right now, obviously my Christmas show, you guys are already going to miss because this is uh, going to be in January. But anyway, uh, LR's New Deal Cabaret, it, there's a link on there. Uh, so please come follow me. Come see all the nonsense that I'm into. Um, some some upcoming things. Uh, so I just talked about Maddie, but also Boomer and Vertigo are coming <laughs> as well. Um, so th- those are going to be like my first looks of 2021. Um, but my last look of, so by this time that this airs, my last look of 2020, um, how big an image um, fans are you guys? I mean, like, we're children of the nineties. <laughs> so I did void from- Yes! <laughs> how it, shiny are you? Wildcats! Girl, I'm fucking shiny. Yes. I love that. Wait, I'm. I cannot wait to see that. I you know, literally I can't. When wait. I bought the action figure, I was a, a little bashful kid. I had a panic attack because I thought she kept staring at me, and <laughs> I my mom returned her to KB Toys. Oh, so no. So I was obsessed with Wild. So you know, again, child of the '90s, um, and Jim Lee, of course, was you know such a huge influence on me liking comic books to begin with. So of course, like uh, me and my brothers, like jumped on that you know image train. So I loved the Wildcats. Um, I of course love the cartoon. It was oh, it was so, so bad. I recently re- rewatched it. It's all on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Okay, good. Cats, right? That's the thing. Yes, it might. It might actually be on YouTube TV, not YouTube. Oh God damn it! I don't want to have to pay. Well, I used to not have to, but then anyway, my TV died, and then I lost all the passwords that were on my TV, so I don't have it anymore. But I did rewatch it, and it's terrible. But I love oh. it. Terrible, but I, I love when it. you ask, do you like image? I'm like, I like wildcats. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so no, but um Void it was one of my favorites because you know, she's that again, the character who like doesn't really do a whole lot, but she like looks kind of cool, but she's always in the background. So just to kind of give you a, an image into my brain, my favorite new kids on the block was Jonathan, like way before like we knew he was gay. Number one, because he never got a solo except for he got to sing happy birthday on their second album, which I got for my birthday. So of course, like- Oh, he was singing to you. I know he was. And it, this was also like way before I knew what gay was. Um, but I had Jonathan Dahl. So like Jonathan was my favorite because he was the one who like didn't get, you know, a lot of play or whatever. So like, and for people who like know me and follow my, my stuff, like I love Z-listers. And I'm sorry that, you know, I'm still talking, but I, I love Z-listers. So like, even though 
you know, when people talk about like their favorite, but like favorite characters, like, yes, of course, like, you know, it's like the big names, you know, whatever, whatever. Even Dazzler is kind of like a bigger name amongst like X-Men stuff, especially amongst like X-Men fans. But like, truly, like my heart really belongs to like Tangerine, (laughs) Birdie, um, you know, characters like that who would, you know, like I, so Alan Davis's Excalibur, of course, is like my favorite. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Again. Uh, like I, uh, again, I love to get in drag and I love to just fucking talk nerd shit. So like anytime I am, I love it. This is like, this is literally, okay, not to get like super schmoopy, but like this is literally the reason I started doing this stuff was because I just, again, I like to look like this and I like to talk about stuff that I love. And the fact that I now have, you know, this small platform that I get to like do and create like these looks that, I, that you know, that I want to do. And I get to, you know, attend conventions and meet people and, you know, have this sort of, you know, I do have like, you know, my little small fan base on social media. And I found like the X Twitter sort of like corner. Um, like I get to talk about this stuff all the time now and it's just so awesome. And again, this is what I love to do. So I would love to be back whenever. Justice for Maddie. Justice for Maddie. You will oh. be here. You will be here. Demanda, <laughs> again, thank you so much for your time tonight and for redoing this. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. And folks, don't forget, WandaVision premieres tomorrow on Disney Plus, and we will be reviewing and discussing every episode. 